Hello and welcome to the Be Inspired to Be podcast. My name is Belinda O'Neill and I am your host. This series of podcasts is titled Inspiring Stories and I have been very fortunate to be joined by really inspirational people. I do hope that you take away as much inspiration from their stories as I have through interviewing them. I'm absolutely delighted that Sido Craigavon Industrial Development Organisation are sponsoring Series 2 of the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast. Sido was established in 1985 with a core mission to create wealth, entrepreneurship and employment in the Craigavon area by assisting the formation of new businesses and the development and support of existing small businesses. Please do contact Sido for all business support inquiries their website is www.sido.co.uk. Hello everyone, um, you're very welcome to this episode um, and I am thoroughly delighted to be joined by Shelley Lowry and Shelley is the founder and director of Shelley Lowry Talent. Um, Shelley established her talent company in 2010 and represents talent from age four upwards, supporting them to attain work in both television and film. With clients such as HBO, Netflix, BBC, ITV, Disney Plus, to name just a few, Shelley is very successful in her field. With attendance at this year's Oscars now an additional highlight to her successes, I really cannot wait to hear Shelley's inspiring story. So, Shelley, you're so welcome. What inspired you to establish your talent agency? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me today. And oh, my goodness, that uh, introduction's fabulous. I'll just have you do that everywhere I go, please, if you don't mind. No problem. Um, so what inspired me to set up the agency? Is that the first question? Yes. Um, okay, so I always wanted to be uh, in film, TV, performing arts as a child, as a teenager, but in Northern Ireland, there just wasn't the opportunities. Um, back then, it was all about politics and current affairs. So there wasn't much um, entertainment produced here. Uh, very few films as well. So I went over to England, worked for the BBC for a few years. And when I came back and peace had been, the Good Friday Agreement and all the rest of it, and peace had been established by 2002 is when I came back. And I saw such a change here. It was wonderful to be back home and... NI Screen started to invite all these big producers over, HBO, Game of Thrones, and all of this started to happen. And it just naturally evolved that there was a need for a professional, reputable agency to provide talented young people. At that time, it was just young people we represented um, for film and television work. So um, it, it, it just it came naturally. It grew. It needed to happen. Um, and it has been fabulous ever since. We started off with children and the people that I teach, first of all, very quietly just wanted to get to know how the industry worked, how different contracts operated. And um, and then it has grown from that. So, yes, the youngest is four. The oldest is a fabulous actor called Ken Hamilton. He'll uh, be all right with me saying he's 76. Wow. Yeah. And he works quite uh, consistently as well which is wonderful so yeah that's where it came from love it love it and how did you grow the company to the success the major success that it is today well a great deal of it has to be about passion and drive determination um, sometimes it can be quiet here um, in Northern Ireland 
although of late it is very, very busy. We're very lucky to be consistently busy. It's it's just because I think I, I love it so much and I really wanted to do something applying the highest of standards and with integrity as well to do things here um, and represent the immense amount of talent that we have here in a, in a, in a way that is where we protect the actor we um, or our presenters as well too. We have a few of those in our books where we're here to support them, to not only just be their agent, but to help manage their careers moving forward. Um, yeah, so does that answer that question? Yeah, fab, <laughs> fab. Um, and I suppose, you know, in terms of, you said there about actors and presenters, mm-hmm. um, like, in, you know, how many are you representing currently and are they all Northern Ireland based? So we have um, some of our clients are based in Dublin. Okay. Uh, some are in London, only only a few, and others who are at acting schools, etc. We represent them and have an agreement with them and the school. Just if sometimes the schools are happy for them to be released to do work, um, but most of our clients are Northern Irish. Yeah. And uh, so yes, we, we we're not an extras agency, so we okay. are a very select. Um, number of people on our books because we want to offer meaningful uh, support to them and we we know them all personally so so yes so it's uh, it, it, it is busy I haven't uh, worked out how many children versus adults we have but we have approximately 150 maybe on our books wow yeah. wow and as you say a good spread of age right from four to, to 76 which is just amazing <laughs> um and from a local perspective then, um, you represented local actor Jude Hill, mm-hmm. um, who is now very famous um, after playing Buddy in the award-winning film Belfast. How did it feel when the movie and Jude achieved such global recognition, Shelley? So it's a funny thing, Belinda. So um, my whole life I've known, and through my own teaching and through working with people here in Northern Ireland, I know how talented we are. And I know just what we are capable of. So it was no surprise to me whenever the film uh, received such global recognition and success. Uh, I was very lucky to be one of the people to read the script, first of all, because the producer sent me the script uh, first of all, to see who I could recommend and also um, to see if we were happy with everything moving forward for Jude. And so from that moment, and I read it in my caravan in Ross Nyla. Okay. And uh, so uh, Neil was out, that's my husband, was out making a barbecue and he came in and I was crying my eyes out. And he said, what's wrong? What's wrong? I said, I've just read this script and it's brilliant. And it really, really was <laughs> oh. that moved moved you to tears. It was just um, resonated on so many different levels, yeah. you know, the, the storyline. Yeah. So... Um, so I knew, and with Kenneth Branagh, I mean, my goodness, you know, he is top of his game. The people he surrounds himself with are just the m- consummate professionals, really wonderful people to deal with. And um, I just knew it was going to be a success. Delighted for wee Jude, who had been attending our classes since he was four. Okay. And um, he always knew that he had something special. Okay. Um, but when we went to see him, I was invited to a private screening um, in Belfast of the film before it was released. And just cried my eyes out the whole way through. You know, he was fabulous. Everything about it was just beautifully done. Yeah. It was just fantastic. It's amazing, isn't it? It's just amazing. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And, you know, but again, we are 
so talented here and with that support from like Kenneth Branagh and his producers a lovely lady Tamar Thomas who um, you know, pr- produced the film along with Laura and uh, Becca in LA um, they you know, you know they are uh, just an amazing team and the people that they surround themselves with it's all positive everything's positivity and they're there and they're passionate about it and uh, so it, it had such great will behind it, the film. So it's it's just not a surprise that it was a success. Yeah. And I think that really, I actually got watching it a few weeks ago, um, and I think that really comes across and how delicately it was handled. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Jude was just absolutely amazing, and I just think it's wonderful for somebody so young to have um, such a... Yeah, such a major part, and obviously, I'm sure the the journey for him is going to be exceptionally bright. Well, I hope we, we hope so. You know, he's him and his family have moved to Florida. I don't know if you knew that no. or not. Yes, wow! Yes. So they were always going to move to Florida. Okay, and Belfast got in the way of that. Okay, so um, so they put their plans on hold. But they got away there um, at the beginning of May. Okay. And uh, so they're focusing all their energies now on their new life in Florida. And we wish them all the very, very best. Um, So, yes, we got a lovely email from Seanine thanking us for all the support that we've given Jude along the way. But, you know, he... they. Whether or not, can he be involved in film and TV stuff over here when he lives in Florida? Yes. You know, he'll need to focus all his energies over there. But what an exciting time for him, you know, to have been in a movie (laughs) at the Oscars and now moving to Florida. Surreal, isn't it? I know. Yeah. Yeah. The journey of life. I love it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And just on the Oscars. So, yes, you attended the the big ceremony back in March. What was that experience like, Shelley? Tell us all about it. Oh, well... Un- unbelievable from um, the, literally from getting onto the plane it, the magical experience met uh, Charlie XCX's uh, tour manager I had a great crack with him in the plane <laughs> on the way over <laughs> and uh, my old life was top of the pop so I'm really still into my music a great deal so it was great to chat to him yeah. about his uh, his experiences and stuff then got to LA I was staying at a fabulous hotel in West Hollywood um, where the ladies you know, selling Sunset yes right so their office it was on the same street as okay. my hotel so okay <laughs> wow yeah unbelievable beautiful beautiful part of um, LA and uh, the Oscars itself you know, very very early start um, makeup and hair from one but from quarter to 11 or something in the morning it was quite early okay um, but on the amount of organisation and uh, production that it takes run like a military operation you know the red carpet right the way out down the street and all the ushers standing in their lovely burgundy jackets and their uh, black bow ties and their hands behind their back you know rows and rows of them and uh, it it was just surreal I think is probably the best uh, word to describe it to be there it was like an out-of-body experience (laughs) you know because it's like Am I actually, I'm from Portadown and <laughs> I'm standing on the red carpet at the Oscars, you know. But uh, down one side of the carpet went Jude and his mum. Okay. And then the other was, it was divided with this lovely like sort of material between the two bits of carpet. And then so Daryl, that's Jude's daddy and I went down the other side. And it was just, you know, oh, there's such and such and there's somebody else and there's somebody. And you just, and everybody was in such good form. Yes. Everybody was in great form. Everybody was complimenting everybody on their dresses and their hairstyles it was lovely really really good fun um lots of 
free drink, free food. <laughs> didn't have to wait or ask for the drinks to come along. Oh, it was really? oh yeah, that was it was so well planned and organised. Great deal of buzz about the place. I, I wouldn't even dare to think how much it would cost to put that on. You know, just crazy, crazy. Wow. But yeah, if I was met Joe Lysett, he was sitting beside me upstairs, the comedian Joe okay. Lysett, who I'm a big fan of his, and so I chatted with him for a bit, and um, and then yeah, the Oscars themselves, uh, really fabulous to be there, and then the Will Smith incident happened. Yes, well, <laughs> I wasn't sure whether maybe we would ask you about that, but what was that like, actually sitting in the audience and witnessing it? Well, first of all. When the slap happened first, I turned around very quickly and a fella in the row in front of me turned around. Look, we both caught each other's eye yes. at the same time. And I said, was that meant to happen? Okay. And he said, I don't know. And then when the swearing started. Okay. I looked around and people were, their eyes were so wide. There were ladies who looked genuinely terrified really yeah people um started to run out of the building maybe journalists or whatever started to run out of the room that we were in and i mean there was this unreal change in the atmosphere 2500 people all feeling incredibly awkward all at the same time it was bizarre and so we all just looked around at one another nobody daring to say anything yes and then it moved on to that. I felt very sorry for Questlove, who was receiving his Oscar, because nobody paid any attention to yeah. him then, you know, after that. And when Will got up to get his Oscar for Best Actor, the guys on the floor stood up to clap. And of course they would have to, because it would look like sour grapes if they didn't get up and clap their fellow nominee. But the rest of us didn't. I mean, yes. We all sat with our arms folded, disgusted. Yes. <laughs> disgusted. Yeah. You know, um... How was he allowed to get away with it? That's the thing. We just, yeah. you know, an, an evening that's supposed to be celebrating yes. all the best and the good and all the hard work. And, you know, there was a lady stood up and she was, uh, got uh, an award for best makeup. I think it was hair and makeup. And it wasn't all televised, her speech. And okay. she said something like, you know, films are not just about the people who appear on the screen. They're about everybody else who's involved in the cast and the crew and all the hard work and people do dedicate their entire lives to making films and to me in that one instant you know he just the lack of of respect or awareness or I don't know it was just it was just the most strange thing but yeah but I was there so you know (laughs) the one year that I go to the Oscars it's like you know the most (laughs) <laughs> the weirdest thing happens but yeah. you know but the rest of the evening was great and you know we, we went to the governor's ball afterwards and celebrated and I spoke with Judy Dench there and oh. what a lovely lovely lady oh, amazing really lo- and amazing amazing and we talked to her about um the, you know the program who do you think you are yes and they had uh, traced back her um DNA and her lineage and um and we just talked. We talked about that, about how spooky everything was. It was all very strange and wonderful, and so yeah, it was. Uh, it, it didn't put a dampener on the night. Put it yes. that way. That little yeah, it moment. Happened. It happened. Yes. It was a moment, you know. Yeah. Um, but for everybody else, um, just to celebrate the fact that they were there at all. Met I met lovely people that night. Really lovely. Troy Coetzer, who won Best Supporting Actor for Coda. What a lovely gentleman and a fabulous actor. Ariana DeBose as well, I had my photograph taken with her. I just thought, you know what? 
when am I going to do this again? Exactly. And it's banking those memories, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so... Did you get the autograph book totally filled? Well, do you know, I didn't ask for autographs. I just went okay. for photographs. Just went for the photographs. Actually, that's nicer, isn't it? Yeah. The visual side of things. Yeah. 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 A Pacific album in your phone now called Oscars. <laughs> Shelley, not too many can say that. Not too many can say that. Um, and for anyone who perhaps listening to the podcast um, and might be considering a career in acting or indeed presenting... Um, what advice would you give them, Shelley? It's really hard work. Okay. And it's not just as easy as, even if you get an agent, you know, it's not just as easy as getting the agent and auto- automatically you're going to get loads of roles. You need to be continuously training. You need to be networking yourself. We are really lucky here in the north of Ireland that we have um, a, a great network of short film makers and people who are keen to always be learning and and um, making those connections. So I would start with that. There's great support on social media as well too, making contacts. And um, yeah, just work. You really have to really want it. You've got to work so, so okay. hard. Um, and it's a great deal of it is luck as well. You know, Jude um, was very, very lucky. Yes, a talented boy. But, you know, there were 300 boys in for that role. And Jude looks really like Kenneth Branagh whenever he was a little boy. Wow. There's a photograph that has um, Ken with his brother, Bill, and the two of them, you know, Jude, it could be him. So he was lucky. Okay. You know, he great actor, of course, but he looked like him. Yeah. So it could, sometimes it can come down to that very, very often. And uh, what one director loves, another director might not. So you have to be very resilient as well. Um, know to take the knocks and a, a nose a no that's fine learn from it and move on don't take anything too personally um, and something that you think is really meant for you may not be okay and so if you get the no take a deep breath shake it off feel the disappointment that's totally fine but then move on yeah you know so yeah hard hard work um, I would say just really really keep yourself focused and make the connections make the you know network as much as you possibly can, get as much experience behind you and just be prepared to take the knocks. Okay, okay. Good advice. Solid advice, absolutely. Um, and I suppose just in, in terms of your own journey, Shelley, um, who or what has been your biggest inspiration so far? So my biggest inspiration in my life was my mother. Okay. Okay, so let me tell you why. So mummy died in 2002, oh. which is 20 years ago. And 20 years ago is when I started my business. And my mother, when she was younger, she was a contralto opera singer. And she was offered a place at a music school in Rome, but turned it down and stayed in Northern Ireland. And then all her advice to me as a child was, get out there and do it. Go and make most of your opportunity. Because I think... Within the fullness of time, she realised was that a major missed opportunity in her life. Now, obviously, if she'd gone, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. Yes. But, you know, I think that informed all of her advice to me. And any success that I had at all, she, you know, would shout from the rooftops about it. She'd be so delighted about it. And I still, you know, think about what would she say about certain things? How would she react to certain things? And what would she do in situations? So even though it's 20 years since I physically spoke to her, you know, I still 
feel her around me and still know that um, she'd be absolutely delighted. My goodness, can you imagine her up the town after the Oscars <laughs> going in to get to Knox's butchers up the town and what she would be saying to them all? Um, you know, so she she still, you know, was and still is my biggest inspiration. She was the one who took me to speech and drama in the first place, you know, and who sparked that interest in it all. And uh, oh, she was so, so talented and she never got the opportunity to to fulfill or you know explore that you know so everything I do and all the success of my actors on our books and the students that we have their success is my success and I know that she would just have been you know in her element with all of this so yeah so with you in spirit absolutely every day and the spooky thing is uh, everybody keeps saying that I sound very like her now and I look very like her you know and I take real comfort in that and um, always take it as a compliment yeah so yeah she was brilliant she was really funny as well too you would have loved her she's a good guy (laughs) (laughs) oh well you know I like a good bit of crack now shall I (laughs) love it Um, but very very sad um, because you were quite young well yeah thank you for saying that Um, yes it was sad and it was so shocking it Mm. was the biggest shock in my life my, my whole life up to that point I thought I had led this kind of um blessed lucky um and it shook us to the core because it was such a shock because it was just one day she was here and the next minute she was she was gone um and she was only 52 wow. and um so it it shook the foundation of who I was and made me really rethink everything so I had been working in London top of the pops great fun um single girl love and life and but not particularly fulfilled personally if you know what okay. I mean so yeah, the job was great it was very superficial and you know everybody thought oh wow it's an amazing job you've got and yes it was superficially glamorous but I was still going home on my own and sort of feeling you know what am I doing with my life and then when mummy died I went right life is short I need to sort this out I need to do what I really love in my life and I need to do something very passionate about because tomorrow isn't promised to anybody so um always loved the speech and drama and the acting and the performance and that's what my mummy had uh, we'd spent so much of my youth and my mummy had spent so much time investing in all of that and when I did that I felt like a real sense of this is what I'm supposed to do um and you know forever grateful to her you know we didn't have a lot of money growing up so it was a choice of should kill me for saying that here on a podcast (laughs) but um you know it was a choice between speech and drama or dancing or swimming or whatever and I focused my whole heart and soul into the speech and drama and thank goodness I did and thank goodness she invested in me in that way so um yeah that's what I said to all my students you know you're so lucky your mums are investing in you like this yes you know for anything that they go to you know because you know it's setting them up for who knows you know what they could use in the future so the foundations is the building blocks really isn't it and it's getting you know getting it in at a young age to instill that within you and build that confidence and belief and all of that so a wonderful wonderful story um sad but You've turned it all into something really, really positive, which is just lovely and very inspiring, um, Shelley. So you've already achieved so, so, so much. What's next? (laughs) So I'm always thinking of what the next move is because um, I like to keep myself challenged and motivated. And that also passes down then to our actors and our students and uh, my own children as well, too. So um, we just finished a show at the Mac. Okay. That was a dream. That was another one ticked off to do a show at the Mac. We got a standing ovation. 
And it was a play that I wrote about in Northern Ireland in the 1990s and the um, rave culture and how it brought Catholic, Catholics and Protestants together. And uh, great music in it, bit of light and shade, you know, all of the stuff that audiences love and that I enjoy, you know, working with the children and the young people with on. So um, I'd like to continue to grow that side of things, to okay. write more plays. I love writing and I'd like to do that a little bit more. Um, and yeah, there's there's something else that's a, like a, quite a large thing that I'm going to spend a bit of time thinking about over July um, and you know because that, that's the thing you've got to try these things in life you know mm-hmm. and so what if you fail um, at least we can say that we tried, tried. it yeah. yeah so um, I spent most of July on a beach in Donegal um, look, listening to the waves and looking out over the ocean and thinking trying to clear my head and you know to make the space to think about the next big mm. thing that we're going to do so so yeah but you've got ideas. Ideas, mm. yes. Lots of ideas. And what's been brilliant this year is we've connected with agents in LA, managers in LA, uh, people in New York. You know, we're, we're, we're now in regular contact and communication with these people. And it, it, what it's made me realise is, you know, the world's not that big a place. And we can contact and be in contact with these people. And, you know, it's how we use these um, relationships to help benefit the people here in Northern Ireland moving forward and that's always been a dream as well too is to continue to be a support for people who want to achieve their dreams that's why I did the agency I suppose in the first place was you know to be that conduit for people and help them to succeed and as I said before their success is my success so fabulous absolutely fabulous um, and you're changing changing their lives because you're giving them a huge opportunity which is just wonderful so for anybody listening who would really like maybe to talk to you a wee bit further explore things Shelley what's the best way for them to contact you so it at the moment now it's been very very busy and things are going to be slowing down a bit so I know there's a lot of people have reached out to us through the um, website and through our socials and I want to apologise to anyone who I haven't responded to because <laughs> it is very very busy yeah. but I will now coming into July I'm going to get back to all those people who've been in touch with us so I would say info at com. go to our website you'll find a link to the um, email address there Socials, Shelley Laurie Talent. Um, we're on Instagram, Shelley Laurie Talent. And uh, if you're interested in classes for your uh, children, it's the Shelley Laurie School on our socials. Um, but yeah, and the, we will be better at getting back to you. We've taken on, it's amazing. I never thought 20 years ago that I would have, you know, three full time members of staff working with me as well. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, but it is brilliant to be this busy apologies I always pride myself on being a good communicator so apologies if I have not communicated with you efficiently if you've inquired (laughs) (laughs) but you will but we we promise we will yeah 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 yeah. Shelley it's been amazing I have just loved every second talking to you and you're a true inspiration um, and I wish you all success in the world for whatever your plans are going forward Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be here with you and your story is so inspirational as well. And uh, so thank you for even inviting me in the first place and uh, hopefully it'll not be the last time. It's only the beginning. Thanks, Shelley. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Be Inspired to Be Inspiring Stories podcast. I do hope that you've enjoyed the episode. Please feel free to subscribe to my podcast to be notified 
when the next episode is aired. You can follow me across all of the social media platforms. Just search for Be Inspired to Be. Or indeed, you can visit my website, www.beinspiredtobe.com.